Hello, hello. I am Christian Parraga and this is Ken Show, Growth by Pain, where you can get experiences from guests, hoping they will give you insight moments. Today, I am with Rene Weyman. He is from Hanover, Germany. He is a strength conditioning coach. He makes people jump higher and run faster while teaching them how to avoid injuries. That is why he mainly works with basketball players track and field athletes. He is the founder of, of sportnation.com, a website dedicated to athletes. The main part of this is Go Vertical, a training program which Rene created. Uh, he had his Kenshi moment in order to create this training program. We will talk about this later. Uh, he's also the founder and host of Go Vertical Post podcast. Uh, welcome, Rene. I'm really thrilled to have you here in episode number three. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for the great intro. I'm feeling really good about being here, talking about some great things. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, there will be a lot of stuff we can talk about. Let's do this. Perfect, perfect. Uh, first of all, I would like to ask, what was the hardest moment in your life and how it helped you? Oh, I've gone through a couple of hard moments in my life. Of course, uh, I was a quite good basketball player. Uh, one of the things that was really bad for me is my height. I'm only 180 meters, which is uh, normally not enough to be a pro basketball player. And I struggled a lot with that uh, when I was younger because I really wanted to do this. It was kind of my passion back then. And this was hard for me during my childhood. And not able to do this was like uh, some type of a really bad moment back then. Um, and a few, a few years later, of course, when my father died, when I was 23, which is now five years ago, was a hard moment as well for me. Yeah, those are the things. Well, yes. Uh, I imagine, especially about your father, it was hard. You said five years ago, right? Yeah. Mm. And how are you feeling about that now? How, how it changed you? I think it changed a lot, but not like from one day to another. Um, it was, uh, first thing, it was like not, uh, you cannot see it coming. Uh, it was a heart attack, but he wasn't sick for or had anything else. It was just from one day to another. So you didn't have like the feeling uh, of saying goodbye. It just happened from one day to another. And uh, this makes it kind of hard. What, what helped me before was um, even in the years before, I thought about uh, what would be if he dies, which is uh, something what can really help you. Even if it is not, uh, if you don't think that it will happen, you still sometimes maybe if you have like really loved persons, family members, parents, I think it helps you when you sometimes think about what is going to happen when you lose them. This is what helped me a lot. A lot of my friends and my mother and my other uh, family members told me that I kind of um, was very strong during that time. I didn't have like really big problems with it as far as you can say that because it's still hard for anyone. But um, I kind of dealt with it pretty good if you are allowed to say something like that. 
Uh, yeah, but change happened later. Uh, when, when someone so close to you dies, it is uh, always, um, it shows you the worth of life. You only have this one life that you should really uh, focus more on what you want to do in your life and not, not only on uh, how do I get most money or uh, how do I get this or that, uh, that you all, always have to think about what am I here for on this planet and what should I do? And yeah, I think that's, that's, that's something really important. And that's something I learned out of this, not in the days right after, but after months and years, this came to me somehow. Uh, totally understandable. The enlightened moment was giving you a profound meaning for life. Many people, even though they have the same uh, they had the same like uh, someone closed eyes they still don't think about that they are still living like I call it uh, the zombie life or it's even the the slave the modern slave so it's really good and I will go now to to the other side that is the first uh, Kenshin moment you had and this is my question goes why did you uh, let, let maybe can i can i maybe add something up to the thing before what you just said it's, See, it's yes. true i i realize a lot of people are um they are really uh falling into a trap and they think why is this happening to me why is this so bad they they feel like they want to give up on everything and that just is the worst thing you can do you always it's it sounds so easy but you always have to think about what would the person that loves you uh, suggest you if, 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 she would, if he or she was still there? And they would say, live your life to the fullest, do the best thing you can. Uh, I would appreciate that. And you have to think about this. You can't be like uh, falling into a depression or whatever. So it's, it's very important, I think. You, you have to stay. So you have to go on somehow. It, it, there is no other thing you can do. Just move on as hard as it is. But it's the easiest and the best way. Totally true and great advice to people who can who are in that moment right now. Um, thank you. And I will, well, the question I was going to do is why did you create Go Vertical? Um, yeah, very good question. Uh, when I kind of realized that I was not able to play professional basketball, which was somewhere around when I was 19 or 20 years old. Uh, I still love doing sports and uh, I was a little bit into uh, coaching other people. I had a track and field group back then, like really like some kids. And I just liked to, to tell them, uh, to, to teach them what I learned because uh, I started to make my own training plans when I was 15 because uh, at 14, I realized, okay, I won't be that big. And when I want to make it to pro level, I have to train on my jumping ability. I have to jump higher. I have to make my, um, my disadvantage of being so small, I have to make some kind of uh, advantage out of it to jump higher, to just to train on that every day. And I, I made my own training plans literally every day. I tried out, I watched DVDs, I watched, I looked into books or on the internet. Uh, I tried everything out and I made my own plans and I was only 15 years old. So I still, I already, when I was 20, I had some idea of how to make a training plan. Although I was very young, I still had some ideas. And I tried 
to do it on others and help others that they, they don't make my problems uh, and my mistakes. Sorry. Uh, and it worked somehow because all the kids, they had a lot of fun because I some kind of, I have a good, uh, I can really um, tell at least, of course, younger people, I can tell them really good uh, what, uh, what they should do to get better and still having fun and all of these things. And it works. And, yeah, I kind of like to do that and I wanted to do more of that because it was kind of my passion from, 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 from that point. And then I decided uh, I, was, I was studying after school. I studied, I tried to study chemistry where I was like really good in school, but uh, I didn't like really love to do it. I was good at it, but I realized this is not what I want to do all the rest of my life. So I tried another thing. I tried some, some economical stuff, some business administration which was better, but still I felt like I, I won't learn something what is really good for my life. And I always focused, besides, besides of my uh, studies, I focused a lot of developing as a coach. And then I, I started to make my own plans and tried, hey, why not do your own plan and publish it online? Back then it was, um, I, had, I had the first idea of doing the Go Vertical program. I had it in uh, tw 2011, which is seven years ago now, almost eight. And uh, it took me a few years because back then the internet wasn't so big. YouTube wasn't that big and all of that. And the idea of making videos and doing and, and publishing them on your own and making training programs uh, out of that was, it was a brilliant idea, but it took me a lot of years to, to really uh, get through that process and uh, to make this program. But I really, I wanted, the intention was I wanted to help those kids that, uh, where in my situation uh, to give them something that they can rely on to make their training and to not make the mistakes I made and to have a really good training program and to reach their goals. So that was the intention. And yeah, that's how I got to it. That's awesome. Great story. You turn, uh, turn uh, around the, the coin, making you, uh, making that, um, making work for you. You had something bad happening and you make a business of it. That's great. And besides, you are trying to help kids so they can be able to accomplish or be able to do more. And that's awesome. That's awesome. How many years have you been uh, using that? Well, finish. Uh, uh, finish doing the go vertical program and start coaching um i started coaching from there from that point i i made some um some studies on that i made some like um workshops some courses some some license these licensed work that i have a degree of being personal trainer and these things certified functional trainer and some other things um the go vertical idea was there, as I said, in 2011, but I kind of got to it in 14, 15 only and had to figure everything out. And it launched uh, last year in, in uh, April. So not even two years ago. Uh, yeah. But I work as a, as a, as a coach besides a lot as well, uh, like in courses with some pro athletes over here with some track and field athletes with some basketball athletes. Uh, yeah. And, what else I think is really important with the people I work with, I am not only focused on, on their uh, sports um, development. Uh, 
of course, they kind of have their passion, fun in these sports. But to me, it's very important that they really think about uh, what is their intention? What do they want to achieve? And not everyone who comes to me has to be like a pro athlete in the end. We only we want to have we want to have fun. We want to do some physical work, some training. People have to move. A lot of people don't move enough. They get like back pain or whatever. And uh, yeah, that's why uh, to me, everyone's important. It doesn't have to be a pro high level athlete. I, I can help anyone to just move a little bit more and to find out what you're here for. What, what is the intention of you being on this planet? What should I do? And yeah, that's also very important in our coaching, our practice with, with my assistant coaches. And that makes it like really special, I think. It does. It does because really helping in one part, as you said, that is the body part, as, as I'd say, but the other is to find what they really want in life. It's really they don't have, and I'm sure there is no other training program like that because they, they just focus in one thing that is the body, right? but you're focusing on more things and that makes it special. And this program, so it's for everybody from kids, old adults. The idea was to make it for maybe kids who are between 14 and 20 years, somewhere there who are maybe on the step of making it to a pro athlete or I don't know, maybe someone don't want to be like a professional basketball player, but he still wants to play on his high school team or on his college team. And this is his goal and I want to help him. So that's big as well. Uh, but it, it can be applied to anyone. And as I said, uh, we cover a lot of things that are outside of the box. In my opinion, you can have the best program in the world, like the best exercises, the best idea, the best repetition uh, and all these things. But still, if you don't focus on other things around it, like nutrition, motivation, uh, mindset, maybe on other things like what shoes do I use or, or this is all, all of this is important. And a lot of people and a lot of training programs don't focus that. And that is another thing uh, why I think it is so, um, it works so good because a lot of my clients and a lot of my athletes, they tell me we reach our goals. We, 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 it, it, it works and a lot of other, other, other things don't work. And I think it's a lot because of that, because we uh, look outside the box. We don't only do a great training. We don't only do a great program. We do a lot of things that are important as well around it yeah, to, to make a whole package. Perfect. It sounds like you covered all <laughs> as, a, as a person, as a human being. Plus, given the the strength and the speed for an athlete, so that is really making a unique uh, unique training program. And what is the thing that you did for your success? If you can choose one thing, what is the thing? Could be a habit, could be a tool. What what would you say that? Um, would I, can I maybe ask, uh, do you think about a thing that I already have or something that I want to have, what I don't have right now? Oh, well, it could be a skill that you develop. It depends. Uh, it yeah, but something that I already have or that I want to have and I don't have? That you have now in order to achieve oh. what, you are, uh, you, what you already have. 
Okay. Uh, what I think what helped me a lot through uh, my last months, of course, it is, I think it is very important that you don't think too much what other people think of you. Because I think a lot of people are uh, kind of slowed down because they want to be maybe liked by someone or, yeah, they, they don't really, they are afraid of doing something wrong. And um, I think about maybe they want to do something really cool, like maybe being a tr personal trainer or a, a professional football player or uh, an artist or do podcasts or do something online. But they all t are told, uh, yeah, maybe you have to do a real job or, or something what is like socially accepted or whatever. And I think that is holding a lot of people back from, from their dreams and from what they really want to do and from living their passion. And I think it is really important to think less about what other people think of you. I think that is a very important skill that I developed during the last couple of years. What helped me a lot to, to, to break out of uh, some things that didn't really help me and to really focus on uh, what I love and what my passion is. Totally true. Many people are behind or the acceptance of other people. And actually, that is not the goal. <laughs> the goal is different for each person. And the fear is, the fear is driven. So this, uh, that stops many, many people. It's stuck for us to say that they, if they don't do anything because one is deceptions. The other thing is that what people would say or any kind of fear. And what you're saying is totally true. And I think in order to do, well, let me ask, how did you do it? How did you stop uh, caring about what people will say or how did you start to handle it? Because I think you, you did something. Well, I think it was a process. This, this does, as, as a lot of good things, they don't come from one day to another. Um, what I really did to do this, I don't know. Um, I, I don't have like a habit that, that uh, led to this. But uh, what I think is a good orientation is um, you have to maybe think about your fears. So what, what scares you? And then you maybe have to try and conquer it at least a little. And with that, you develop kind of a habit of um, like your, your, maybe your fears become your goals. And uh, this is, this is something really interesting with, which uh, gives it, it's like in the human nature. Uh, it, it's maybe it's sometimes some, this type of success, it really uh, connects you differently to, to what you do. And I think, uh, when you, you start focusing more on yourself and not on, on others and what others think and what do I have to be, what do you have to do to, to, to be liked by anyone? And you have to go in your inside and maybe sit down in the morning. And uh, I do meditation sometimes. I, I love to do yoga. Maybe these things help me, but, but I don't, I think it's a package. You, you, you have to talk to yourself more. You have to have that conversation with yourself. You have to, Maybe in the morning, if, if you don't like meditation or yoga or whatever, just sit down in the morning for a few minutes and talk to yourself. Hey, Rene, in my case, how are you feeling today? Uh, what do you want to do? 
is it good is it bad be honest to yourself and i think that is uh that's how you start to connect to yourself better and how you can start that process because i don't think there is like uh one thing that helps you to to break out a little bit there's a lot of things you can do yes totally and it's as you say it's a process but the first thing that you well well that person I do in this time in the cases is and uh, first see the problem <laughs> sometimes people doesn't uh, see the problem and they don't want to see it uh, other times so uh, changing uh, topic I would like to ask how is your nutrition well my nu nutrition changed a lot during my uh, approach when I was young I, I did not care a lot about it um, until my early twenties. Uh, I, I, my mother uh, cooked always a lot of fresh stuff. Uh, I, I basically ate, ate healthy, what, what a lot of people would consider being healthy, like a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, some, some meat, some fish, some, but like, uh, not much junk food. And yeah, what basically is, uh, considered being a healthy diet. And then I, uh, when my father di died, uh, in 2013, I started to think about nutrition more because I was a little bit shocked that he got a heart attack. He was not overweight. He was uh, like basically fit, but still there must be something to it. Uh, what's, what is unknown. It, it, it doesn't just happen without a reason. And I did some research and I was not too much into it. And then on my own, um, on my own, um, like some kind of medical uh, assessment. One uh, a doctor, she, she told me, uh, like we, we, we um, checked some things in my, in my blood and some things uh, in my uh, intestinals. And uh, she said that uh, in my, like, um, inside of my um, in, uh, intestinals, there were some type of bacteria that can develop into cancer like in 10 or 20 years. And I could have like colon cancer or something like that. And I was a little bit shocked because of that, because I thought I, I'm eating healthy, everything's fine. And uh, she said, yeah, it, it's not a big problem right now. You have to, you have to look uh, about, uh, on it and uh, maybe consider trying something out. And then the, the, this trying out phase started. Um, I tried to eat without sugar. I tried like low carb, I tried vegetarianism, veganism, I tried a lot of things out. And uh, I just looked what helped me most. And uh, a lot of things, try uh, they tend to help you uh, for maybe a few weeks, but later you feel like there's less energy and you don't think it's the, like the good thing. And I am even not sure when it comes to science, what is like the best for everyone. Maybe for someone it's different than for another. But what really worked for me was uh, an exclusively plant-based diet, like a vegan diet, uh, because after doing that for a few months, um, I uh, had no, none of this bacteria in my gut anymore. Everything was gone. I don't have that anymore. I had a lot, of more, en I had a lot more energy. My own practice uh, was better right after it. Especially um, one, one funny thing I, I um, kind of uh, found out 
uh, once I, I'm not too much into running and doing like long runs, uh, but once in a year, uh, we have a partner club in the UK and we go there and there is a run and there's a half marathon and like a smaller three kilometer run. And I always participate in that because of, yeah, like you go there, it's like a fun event and you have some fun and I run, run the three kilometers there. And, uh, when I was there as a non-vegan, I ran like 12 minutes 40 or I don't know, or 12:30. And the first year after, when I turned into the plant-based diet, I ran 11:11, which is more than a minute faster with no training. So kind of my my blood flow, my endurance was a lot better. And the year after, I even ran like 10:40. So uh, I think it helps a lot, a lot in my body a lot. And when I practice, when I do like weight weightlifting, a lot of weights, my recovery time is a lot faster. So. To me, this works. I don't know how it, how it is for someone else, but that was my own uh, thing. I did my research, but right now you can find good research for anything. You can find studies that tell you uh, eating vegan is good. You can find studies eating low carb is good. You can find studies that tell you you should only eat raw meat. You can find studies, I don't know, to eat only, only fruits that fall from a tree whatever uh there is studies for anything i think the the easiest thing is try it out try it not only for a few days like try it really for a few months if you want to try something or even a half a year and then find out how you feel and then if it works for you go ahead if it doesn't work try something else i think that's that's the best way into nutrition but uh if i suggest someone some nutrition something with nutrition i would definitely say at first uh, eat as much as possible natural foods like don't eat much junk, don't eat much things that are produced in a factory. And yeah, uh, and the rest you got to try, as I said. Yes. And well, it, it, I did some kind of change. I didn't do as a trial and error or check how my body responds. It was yeah. because uh, it was advised I stopped eating junk food because when i was in university i was eating a lot and it did make a big difference uh and recently this year in february i decided to go vegan also oh really uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes you haven't told me that before yeah i had that in mind many years but there was okay. uh nothing well i didn't decide to do it but this year i did and really, it did help me also. I, I noticed first in the uh, energy, I noticed yeah. digestion, but yeah. I did improve myself as you uh, trying to run marathons or, or things like that. However, yeah, I, it wasn't a marathon. It was just three kilometers. I, I can't do more. I'm not that much into running, as I said. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Really cool. Uh, yeah. And of course, when it comes to veganism, there is, of course, the... the, the um, moral side point of view the ethics uh, it is unarguable in my opinion if if you have that on top of uh, you can't you can't uh have a, a ethical debate on veganism you you won't uh you, you won't win against it it just doesn't work and that's another thing of course but that's not about health that's just uh something totally different but it is important as well and i think a lot of people are changing because of that and of course all of the you know it i think when you just turn vegan a lot of people do it like right now especially here in germany i think all over the world uh it's a big movement and it's something good for the planet for the for the environment and for a lot of things yeah cool cool man that you're doing this how long i, I haven't got it somewhere this year since february 
Oh, so almost a year as well. And you're almost feeling good as well. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Great. It is. it is a big change for me and it's a big change. For, well, not a big change for the world, but I'm, a, I'm giving something, as you said. It's a big movement that is creating now. And yes, it's... Change, change happens for everyone. You have to start changing yourself if you want to change others. Uh, that's you, 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 you have to always start at, at your own business. And if you change and have a, like a good role model for someone else, maybe you do as well. <laughs> the, the people I train with most, like I have one athletics kids group, or they are not kids, they are between. Some of them are 20 years old. So young uh, people, even some of them turn vegan without, I, I don't have to convince them. They just ask me, why do you do that? I explain it to them. They look at me, they see, okay, he's healthy. He's good. He's, he's cool. He, he does his training. I think that's the best way. You, you, you can't argue too much with someone who, who has um, something in his mind and he just doesn't want to do it. You have to be like a good uh, person and be a role model somehow. I think that's the best way to, to convince others. And yeah, change happens uh, at your own door step. That's really right. Yes, awesome. Now, going to the last part of this episode, there are three more questions. The first one is, what is the best advice you received? Whoa, the best advice I received. Um, of course, when I, uh, you know, I also do work like on uh, a lot of online stuff on, on podcasting and these things, uh, you get a lot of advice. You have to filter it somehow. And it's really hard to say like, what is the best advice? Um, of course I could start again with nutrition as we had, um, like being, uh, uh, at least trying this out try try out things maybe 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 even that maybe the good advice is that you just have to try things and try to always change and not to uh stay where you are because uh that fits kind of with what i said about fears that uh you have to do something new over and over again only reaching on some kind of goals when, when you reach a goal it's kind of an emptying feeling you, 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 uh, sometimes it's, it's, it, it doesn't help you so far. Uh, you have to do something else. You have to, to, to look at your fears and, and do that as well. And, um, this is not an advice I received like once in a while. It, it just, it, it made up in my mind somehow over years and years. So yeah, I think that's cool. That's nice. Yes. And going to the other side, what is the worst advice? you have received oh of course worse worse advice is often found in the world today especially when it comes to money when people just want your money and advise you like really bad things um i think you have to be uh you have to take more time for yourself uh to 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 really think about things and uh, a lot of people don't do that. And I hear a lot about um, you should, I think there's a difference um, to, to think about yourself in terms of uh, success or uh, motivation. Because uh, a lot of people, um, I realize that they, they, 
they get this advice, uh, you have to focus more on your own. And what they start doing is they start to not do something for their family, not for community, not for like uh, here in Germany with um, sports, it, they are usually uh, separated into like small clubs with, with, with lot of, not many people, but people don't help there anymore. They were told to, to look more, to be more like egoistic. And that's the wrong way. And a lot of advice is given that way, in my opinion, right now. Uh, you, you should focus on your own. Uh, don't, like, it's, it's bad for the community. But if you have a community, if you have people that have the same interests that you have, it always helps you when you can find that thing and help others. So to think more about your own, I think that's a really bad advice right now in, in this time where, where a lot of people are more connected than ever but they they give themselves less help somehow it's it is uh less communication and that's like that's really not good for uh for the future and i hope that will change because people are social beings and we have to communicate and we have to to uh kind of uh help ourselves if we have problems and that that's also development and you always get something back when you do something for others. Yes, totally right. The more you give, the more you get. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. And as you said, well, those kind of advice uh, is like focusing on oneself. It is good. But in order to go like cleaning up here, in order to give something better, it's not like closing and closing like, um, it's it's not helping to not even for oneself and well yes now going to the last question how do you see yourself in five years oh that's a good one um, I am basically I'm not that type of person that plans ahead a lot um, I often think um, when I make like plans for what will be in three or five or 10 years. It's always three years later. It's, it's absolutely different. <laughs> Everything had changed. So I'm not that type of person that has like really long-term goals. Mm. Well, I, I, I do have them, but I don't have them. Like it's not like uh, the most important thing. I use these goals right now to focus on something and to work on it, but it's a little bit for me, it's a little bit more. Um, it can change. You have to, adjusted every day you have to think about it is it still good what i do and if yes go ahead if not maybe what can i change and it doesn't have to be changed totally but still it can go a different way and you have to be open every day to everything but still there are of course some things um with uh, my website and my training program i love to do that um i think i uh help a lot of people so far and i want to do more i want to reach out more so i see myself doing that more you have a lot more opportunities now than five years ago to to use uh to use any kind of social media to connect to more people uh, so that's something i really love to do and i want to do in the next years and of course i have some uh young athletes who are really talented if they make it to the professional level to stay with them if they want to do that is uh, something I would love to do. Maybe having some people in track and field or in basketball or wherever to really still be by their side when they like really make it. Because so far I, I have none, no uh, athlete that made it like to the absolute pro level. Um, but 
I don't do this for a long time. I, uh, there is still room for development and I try to develop as a, as a coach every day. And yeah, I would love to do that. So these are right now the things I love to, uh, I would love to be in, in five years. So yeah, reaching out to more people and maybe have some, uh, have some of them really to make it to some type of professional status to, or to like even, uh, be more famous because um, what we do is often different than what other coaches do and just to, to show them a way that it doesn't have to be the same you can you can go another way and, and still make it that would be like a great thing yeah. that is awesome yeah I can see you like helping a lot of people because the the program that you're doing it's really nice it's really nice i I would even try if if i could <laughs> could it be uh have you ever think about making it online um well of course i have my my program in german online like uh, a very special one uh when i had the idea of doing this uh it was just like for basketball players but right now the last year i got a lot into uh into all of the uh, injury preventing stuff because I realized a lot of professional athletes have like really big injury problems because they lose their connection to their body. The mind-body connection is lost. And uh, what we do is uh, we build like a solid body. Like uh, it's the first thing. You have to get rid of your disbalances and you have to be to work on your injury prevention that you don't hurt yourself during the process. And uh, this is something that could help like everybody because a lot of people are in pain, having back problems, having knee pain, having, I don't know, anywhere. Everyone uh, has some, some problems with their body right now and maybe make a program for everybody, not only for sports, for athletes in a few years. That could be a great goal as well and something I would want to achieve maybe someday. Something I, I really think about how to do that. Yeah, great. Let me know when you do it. I'll be one of the of your students. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Rene, we got to the end. Uh, maybe there are some people who like to know about more Go Vertical or the podcast yeah. or your website or just follow you. How is the best way to follow you? I think the best way to follow me right now, especially for an English speaking audience, uh, will be my podcast, which is launched soon as well, because this will be in English. Uh, I do some stuff on uh, Instagram, which is sometimes bilingual. I use a lot of German because a lot of people I work with are German, uh, but I still uh, get, I, everyone can get in contact with me through these media. And uh, yeah, I even, I even think about maybe doing my program in English soon but like right now i think the best way to to contact me is via instagram or on facebook maybe i use facebook more i don't use facebook a lot right now for uh, commercial stuff but i want to change that and yeah of course my go vertical podcast it will be called go vertical uncut and it will start very soon so i think that's the best way that's awesome i will put the links in the episode notes so everybody can reach you great okay. thank you I hope this is not the last time we can have. No, definitely. Definitely not. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. 
for sure there will be people asking questions and the next time I will go with that questions okay so before we finish do you want to say something um, yes I want I just want people to take a little bit of time during every day to talk to themselves as I already said this is a really powerful really important thing that could help anyone that could help all of us to to uh, connect to each other more and yeah take a few minutes every day talk to yourself you will be fascinated you will get a lot of insights and you will live a better life awesome awesome thank you very much Rene for your time and See you next time.